This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5. 1280 The Zone. Welcome on back. We're going to talk to our friend Jonathan Reinhardt coming up here momentarily, president of the Salt Lake City Stars. Also uh, is in charge of putting on the Summer League, which begins tomorrow. We will talk about that uh, coming up here momentarily. If you are just joining us, the breaking news, according to Shams and Adrian Wojnarowski, the Jazz will uh, re-sign Mike Conley. A three-year deal could be worth uh, in the range of between 68 and $72.5 million. Both numbers were reported, but that, of course, uh, that, of course, is uh, the big news. Joining me here in studio, stoked to have him in studio. I feel like I haven't seen him in a while. President of the Salt Lake City Stars. We're talking summer league with him as well, but he's our friend Jonathan Reinhardt. What's up, Jonathan? How are we doing? I'm good, dude. How are you? Nice. Life's it has good? been a little while. I I was in here every week, you know, for years and haven't been in studio in a long time. I know. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's weird. Now, I do need you to throw on these headphones because we're going to do something... Uh, because I thought about you last week. I don't know if you heard me talking about this on the air last week, but uh, I was down at, uh, at Pac-12 Media Day, and uh, you're a football fan, so you're familiar with Washington head coach Jimmy Lake. Uh-huh. So I'm sitting there doing the interview with him, and I'm thinking, like, this guy sounds like somebody I know. And then it hit me, Coach Jimmy Lake is your vocal doppelganger. Okay. You guys are the same. And so I had Austin put together a little something <laughs> and, okay. I, and I, I'm curious to get your reaction. All right, Eric's dialed it up. Here we go. Uh, my my comparison that we made last week. That's what we're really trying to do. We're here to try and be competitive and win games, but as much as anything, it's to develop players for the Jazz, to develop Jazz players that need some time, and to put a good product out there for fans. You may not be the starter. It doesn't matter what you did last year. It doesn't matter what they're saying that you're first-team All-Commerce, first-team All-American, you're going to be a draft pick. The minute you decide to quit working, you can get replaced by somebody that we just signed that's putting in more work than you. You know, you just kind of feel it. There's just a certain vibe around it that we feel pretty good and uh, well beyond where we were this time last year. I love real and authentic, so <laughs> I'll say this. In my time coaching a National Football League, I definitely kept a journal. It also helps prepare the staff members as well when they're working with the same calls, the same approach, and hopefully uh, we have some success with it this year. And if we do that and we win championship and win more championships, that'll have a trickle-down effect. That's one thing I can say for certain. I've been here for, you know, 15, 16 years now in various capacities, but whether I'm on the basketball side or the business side, I, I know everybody here is focused on trying to win a championship. Thanks for the time, guys. Appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, you so much. It's you. Nice. Right? Nice. Pretty close. I, it, it's, it is very close. I will say Coach Lake, uh, I, I speak Southern. Coach Lake seems to speak with a little quicker uh, yeah. uh, pace. But, uh, yeah. And vocally, he's a West Coast guy, too. So it's not like you guys are even from the same part of the country. But I was like, man, that's Jonathan. I, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, I wanted to play that for you. I was thinking about you last week. And, uh, of course, you've got a a big week uh, this week. but let's talk about the summer league uh, first of all. Let's let's get the nuts and bolts out of the way. Uh, you know, there are a lot of jazz fans out there that this becomes part of their summer tradition. I know when the when the summer league went away um, for a couple of years, uh, there was a lot of uh, energy into bringing that back. And of course, uh, it's it's in you know used to a long time ago used to be at the uh, Salt Lake Community College. 
Uh, now it's here in this building, and uh, there's going to be – it's a little different this year, three teams as opposed to, to four. But let's talk about what uh, Jazz fans can get themselves into this week. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and we do have four teams, uh, but two are Jazz teams. Right. It's a Jazz White right. and a Jazz Blue, but uh, along with the Spurs and the Grizzlies. Uh, it's, you know, Summer League's really a fun event. It's it's three days. You get two games each day, 5 o'clock and 7 o'clock. And this time you get Jazz at 5 and at 7 as well. Uh, tickets started just $12. Uh, so it's it's really a, a very fun outing, um, you know, and it's a pretty good bargain to get two basketball games for 12 bucks. So, uh, you know, you're going to see there's five Jazz players, uh, seven players that have Stars experience uh, for my own yeah. personal end. But, uh you know, and and it's there's also we all have it's a little different environment than the NBA. Things are a little more laid back. Uh, you know, we have face painters and photo booths on the concourse. There's a selfie station. Uh, they're giving away items at the door uh, each night. The first 500 folks, um, and it, it's just it's kind of a fun laid back uh, event. But it's a chance to see you know guys like Donovan Mitchell, Royce O'Neal, uh, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, uh, Ben Simmons. Trey Young all started their careers in our summer league right here. So it's a chance to see those guys before they become stars. It's it's actually a really neat opportunity. I, I mean, I remember Ben Simmons uh, that year. I think it was the either – how many years were they up at uh, the U? That the, was the there ben were two Simmons years. Year. One year we played just the last day up there, and then the next year when the construction, the, the remodel was going here, we were up there for all three days. But it is there is a long list of players that – I mean, even if you go back to the old summer league, I mean, LeBron was here, right? I mean, they're, yeah. they're Kevin they're, Durant. Yeah, long Tim list Duncan, of, of players. Of and imagine you can you can be that guy who goes, well, I saw him play his first game back at the summer league. I, I still hear people telling me about Ostertag against Duncan and yeah. how, how well Ostertag played in that summer league at the Rocky Mountain Review, you know, back in the day. But. Our guy Britton dunked on uh, on LeBron. Which he still uh, <laughs> did. You ever hear that story that Britain actually was part of directing a commercial, believe it or not, with LeBron James? That was uh, that was they were filming it here, and Britain was kind of the the choreographer mm. or whatever. But LeBron still remembered that dunk when he talked to. He's like, "Oh, I remember you." <laughs> I, I remember we had an altercation at the old Rocky Mountain Review, Hafa Arujo and uh, Marvin Williams. Actually, I think Hafa tackled him into the stanchion or took a really hard foul, and you know. So got got a little spicy uh, that game too, but no, it's really it's a fun event. Uh, it's just the lower bowl. It's it's really kind of an intimate environment, but uh, but you get two jazz games and uh, and a lot of just you know NBA action. But yeah, you're seeing these guys early on in their careers. And I love it that we're doing it here now, where you get to experience the arena. And and hey, we love Salt Lake Community College, and of course the Stars sure. uh, have a relationship down there. Don't get me wrong, but I do think it's it's really cool that it's here now. And while I will say tickets started just twelve dollars, I know I've mentioned that. And in fact, um, I don't know the hotline. You'll have to give it. But why don't Let's we give see. away some tickets? If you uh, maybe to the the first three callers, they can have four tickets each to the night of their choice. So it's it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. So tomorrow, Wednesday, and Friday of this week. Um, and while uh, while you, I'll vamp a little bit while you're grabbing that. But I am, uh, of course. I, I will also say uh, that uh, if you can't make it down there, the games will air on K Jazz. So all five Jazz games, the 5 o'clock and 7 o'clock game, will be on KJazz as well as uh, right here on The Zone. So, of course, uh, the number in these releases is not here. But uh, you can uh, easily slcsummerleague.com if you want to jump on there. 
Oh no, sorry. I was I was going to give them away oh, to your I, listeners. Oh, our listeners. I thought you were. I I thought. Oh, I'm searching for a number for tickets. My oh, bad. I, I thought eight, surely eight, you eight, and five, the producer. Five, <laughs> no, you think I would have caught that, wouldn't you? Eight five five three four zero zone. Be uh be caller twelve right now. Eight five five three four zero zone. And we'll uh, looking over it. Give away three four packs. Three yeah. four packs. All right. So twelve. So whichever 13, night 14. they night of their choice. See, Eric's on it, Jonathan. I'm a, I'm a little slow on the uptake. Here, I, but, I thought uh, perhaps you'd know yeah, your hotline yeah, for your callers, but you'd think so. Eight five. <laughs> Eight five five three four zero zone, and you can be uh, coming to see the summer league. Um, you, you mentioned the Jazz are, are going to have two teams, and we uh, we saw the rosters. They were released today. Is that something the franchise actually likes? They can take advantage of have more roster spots, more guys getting an opportunity to play. Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, really hosting the summer league here. Obviously, it's a great showcase showcase for Utah. Uh, you know, in addition to the KJAZ broadcast, they also air on NBA TV and ESPNU. Uh, but we're also getting to host these teams here. Uh, but you get to take a look at a lot more players, you know, potential Jazz players, potential Stars players. And you also are just gaining intel on guys for down the road, too. You never know how a guy might develop or you have injuries. And, you know, it's, it's I, I think, a great opportunity there. But clearly it's a, a great opportunity, too, for development for our guys you know you've got five jazz players on the roster and a couple of former stars players as well all getting a a look so uh from that standpoint it's you know you're getting not only nba action but with a home crowd and kind of a real game atmosphere that uh that really i I think is a great step especially for these guys coming out of college and you know you may find the the undrafted rookie free agent too that uh, you know wesley matthews started his career playing for the jazz in the summer league and and obviously it's gone on to a long NBA career. J.J. Barea played right. for the Mavericks in the Rocky Mountain Review, too, and both were kind of unknowns, you know, coming into that, too. So I'm trying to remember the stat, and, and this stat was a couple years old when uh, when you first brought it to our attention. I think it was when Toronto was in the finals. And uh, you mentioned something like just a giant portion of the NBA now has played uh, at the at the G League level at some point, you know, not summer league obviously, but but come up through the G League or had experience in the G League. What was that? What percentage of it? It's it was like over fifty, right? Yeah, yeah. It's you know fifty five to sixty percent of of active NBA players have G League experience, whether that's assignment guys or uh, guys that have come out and been been signed from the league. So, uh, but yeah, it, it's and you know I, I think I can't remember if it's 17 or 19 players on the NBA finals rosters between Milwaukee and Phoenix also had G League experience so you know you're seeing obviously the Rudy Gobert's Chris Middleton came out of the G League um Fred Van Fleet right. there's there's you know Pascal Siakam there's there's a lot of impact players that have come through the G League so I want to talk to you a little bit about the G League because uh, some of these uh, these names, of course, we're, we're familiar with, uh, like uh, Yudoka Azabuki, of course, uh, Jarrell Brantley, uh, Trent Forrest, Elijah Hughes, uh, Jawan Morgan, all guys that, uh, that have spent time with the Stars. And last year was just so um, unique. Talk about what you were able to do with the, with the bubble down there in Orlando and uh, how you guys were able to get some of these guys' uh, work, even though the opportunity was limited. Yeah, and obviously that lends itself to the the basketball development. Uh, you've also seen the success of the G League Ignite team, and you know in the right. draft the other night as well. But uh, it was it was important for the Jazz to uh, to field a team and to be able to grow and develop our guys. And uh, so what they did, they formed a bubble. Uh, it was a very condensed season, played uh, down in uh, in Disney at the the ESPN location there. Um, same place, actually, our team stayed in the same place the Jazz did during the uh, the bubble oh, prior cool. to that as well. So, you know, it was a condensed season, but it was a way for us to still field a team, 
to get those guys action. Obviously, it's it's very unfortunate, you know, what happened to Doak in the first game because uh, you know the hope was to get him a lot more time in there. But um, but yeah, and, and you know now thankfully we'll be back in market. We're planning on starting our season in November here. Uh, we'll be back a uh, combination of Salt Lake Community College and here at Vivint Arena. Uh, slcstars.com for those uh, tickets you can text or uh, or call uh, 801-325-DUNK uh, and uh, but yeah we'll be back here in market this year and and really happy to to have gotten through that and but you know we're we're excited to be back to be able to play in front of fans but we were also we we're pleased to be able to have pulled on a season this last year see i i think doak could be the the poster child for what the G League is for. I'm so intrigued by this guy, you know, late first-round pick last year, obviously. But, uh, Jonathan, you've, you've spent a lot of time around him. He is very unique athletically. He is huge, and he can move. And I, the the injury last year was was a total bummer, but you, you had to like to see him recover and get a little time at least with uh, with the Jazz. But here's a guy who's who's got the size, and he's got the athleticism, and really what he needs is – is time on the floor to develop his basketball skill to maximize who he can be, and and we will see who that turns out to be. But that's tough to do when you're the 14th or 15th guy on an NBA bench where you're only getting you know one or two minutes a night, and that's if the the, the score is super lopsided. I, I think he's a perfect example of a player who can really benefit from playing with the stars, getting that coaching uh, to maximize what he can be as a player. And that's what the G League's designed to do. It is, you know, obviously the Jazz are in a highly competitive, high leverage situation most of the year based on their performance. You know, we're we're in a compete now situation. So it's hard for those guys, especially the younger guys and less experienced guys, to get that time. And that's one of the reasons the proximity of the stars to the Jazz is so important too. So guys can either shoot around and be around in a part of their Jazz team, but then come over and get some minutes with us. Uh, you know, if you think back to, to when Rudy Gobert uh, was sent down to the D-League, and I think it's the same thing. It's getting those reps. It's playing through, building confidence, but playing through mistakes, too, and and just getting that feel for, for the caliber of player that are in this league. You know, the G-League is a big step from both college or uh, some other leagues. So, you, you know, and, and then you think, you know, when Rudy was doing it, he was getting sent to Bakersfield. Now we're right down the street, so you're really not as much uh, – there's much more of a connectivity between the two teams, and and you're allowed to uh, you know have that feel of practice back and forth, shoot around back and forth. If there's an injury or they need some an extra body, they're available. But then they can uh, they can be around their team, shoot around in the morning, and then go play 30 minutes for the stars that night. Uh, you mentioned the uh, what uh, ignite right uh, that mm-hmm. team how uh, players can come out of high school and there were a bunch of them drafted the other night. Do you do you like that concept? Do you think that's going to ultimately expand? Um, and and be more interesting to more players coming out of high school. I, I think you're seeing the fruits of that this year. You know, I, I think obviously it was very successful uh, last year with the caliber of player they were able to sign and um, and to see where those guys land in the draft. And they're doing that again this year as well. Uh, so I, I think you know it's it's a work in progress, but I think it's it's a great uh, opportunity for guys. And you know maybe college isn't right for everybody. Maybe the opportunity to play against high-level NBA-caliber talent is seen as a better developmental uh, process than, you know, maybe being a star for one year on a on a college team with playing against guys that maybe are not at that same level, and and also where your focus is as basketball is your job, 
you know, you don't have the the whole extracurricular, uh, um, you know, obviously the school and uh, everything else that goes with that. So. so obviously, as the president of the Stars, you get a good look on personnel matters and that sort of thing. And, uh, you, you know, for a long, long time, you were uh, in the PR communications department with the Utah Jazz, got uh, behind the scenes looks. And I know you can't talk about uh, specifics as to what's going on now. But, you know, when on, on these days, the first day of free agency, What's usually the vibe behind the scenes? Is it is it hectic? Is it change year to year, or what? Uh, what's kind of that like? Give us a peek behind the curtain. Uh, well, yeah, as you said, obviously I can't really get into too much detail or specifics on things, but you know, clearly it's it's always a, a time that the the front office spends a lot of time preparing and has a game plan for, and uh, you know, is looking to to with the best interest of the organization, right? The the strange thing from the PR side is not being able to say anything or announce anything until right. you get through that window. You know, you see, you know, social media and other things flying. And uh, so, you know, the, the, that end is, is always a little, you know, strange, especially when, you know, personally when it coincides with the summer league window as well. Right. Uh, but, you know, it, it certainly it's an exciting time, especially for fans to, to follow and see what teams are doing and, you know, player movement and all that. It's, it's, it's a great time that's, Kind of made it, you know. It's a year-round sport at this point, right. like with uh, between draft and free agency, summer league certainly, and then you know, training camp is is a little over a month away. It's it's a really short window of off season this year too. So, uh, you you're right about that overlap between free agency and and summer league can be awkward. I remember uh, the when Gordon Hayward left on the the fourth of July, and then summer league was. It, was it the next day or was it two days later? I can't remember. It was it was like the next day. But you saw Dennis Lindsay, and I, I I remember a clear as day. We were out on the we were out in front of the Huntsman Center, and we just saw him like sail on past us with a with a grouchy look on his face. And you think like there there's a dude that is going through it right now and still is uh, you know doing his gig coming to summer league. So it's it's kind of funny how that can overlap sometimes. But uh, you know you're right. The NBA is a is a calendar year long. Uh, information business, and uh, I love it. I love the behind-the-scenes stuff. I love the personnel moves. I think it's cool. Yeah, and, and I remember up the University of Utah. You know, we had a press conference with Donovan Mitchell's introduction to the fans in Utah. Here, we're uh, we're at summer league up there, so that's the same opportunity. Hopefully, you know, you'll see. You never know who it's going to be necessarily, but uh, you know, when we were up there, Donovan was really impressive in that summer league, and it was just a sign of things to come for him in terms of the growth and the confidence that he's obviously built from there. So. All right, so tomorrow, Wednesday, and Friday, and the, the Jazz are divided into two teams, so both Jazz teams will play on Tuesday and Wednesday night, and then uh, on Friday, just the one, right? Play each other Friday play night. Play each other, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a, yeah, so games at 5 and 7 all three days. Tickets start at $12. Uh, Jazz Blue will play the early game, and Jazz White the late game, and then you get jazz on jazz action uh, Friday night as they play each other uh, right here on the zone as well. Were yeah. we going to have a pregame and postgame? Hey, Are you going to be bet. in here breaking it down? I'll, I'll, I'll do whatever, man. I, I love it that DJ is jumping into the fray, that DJ and my yeah. guy Tim Lacombe are going to be yeah. on. Scotty G's doing one of the games too. So Yeah, it's, it's cool. One thing uh, I, I got to correct earlier when I was I was uh, speaking off the cuff a little bit on the stars end, I got to protect my stars guys, 801-325-STAR. For uh, tickets, text or call. Not, I, I believe I said a different number. That's uh, an internal star. jazz number. So, we got yeah. you. Three two five star. Um, 
you uh, do all sorts of things. Uh, you also uh, have your hand in uh, jazz gaming and running the show there. You want to? What's going on with that? You want to give a plug out for jazz gaming? Yeah, absolutely. The guys are playing great. Uh, they've won eight of their last nine games. We are the third seed in the West right now. Uh, they play also Wednesday and Friday of this week, uh, streaming live on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, and then uh, they have one more after that. They play pairs of games on each of those nights. And then we are headed for the playoffs. The the league actually announced today they're going to hold playoffs in person down in uh, Dallas. That's cool. Coming up in a couple weeks. So, yeah, look forward to that opportunity as well. Have your skills gotten any better since since running Jazz Gaming? How, how are you doing on 2K? Uh, you know what? Uh, not not great in 2K, I'm not going to lie. I play my, my nine-year-old son in uh, Mario Super Smash Bros. Uh, yes. pretty often. and. We, we get some competitive battles, but he spends a lot more time on it than I do, so he, he generally hands it to so me. So he but, wins. But yeah. I, I feel pretty good those <laughs> occasions where I do. Well, he's a sharp kid, too. I bet he picks it up right away. But he's yeah. whooping uh, the old man up and get down. Get the little Bowser bomb going. and uh... <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Jonathan, uh, really um, – Congratulations on uh, on another summer league coming and all your success, obviously, with the Stars and Jazz Gaming, and we appreciate you dropping by. And, and you know what? I missed the biggest plug of all. You and Gordon are going to be in the lobby uh, tomorrow oh, yeah. and Friday yes, broadcasting live, so you can come meet Jake and Gordon. Well, come meet Gordon. Well. Just just come <laughs> come bother Gordon. Get an autograph. Yeah, and we haven't seen Gordon in a while, so he'll, he'll lap up the attention. He'll love it. Uh, but, yeah, we are going to be down there, and uh, we're excited to be a part of it because summer league's cool, and I'm – I'm glad it's here after, you know, I know it's been several years since it's been back, but we missed it those couple years it was gone. So yeah, cool. and it's great. We've got the whole building stressed up, the flags outside, new court. It all looks really nice. All right. Uh, we'll get to more Big Show coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I had no choice but to hear you. You stated your case time and again. I thought about this is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire, every day, with no credit needed financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. It's The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Big thanks to Jonathan Reinhardt for jumping on with us. Uh, he's heading up the Summer League, which begins tomorrow, tomorrow, Wednesday, and Friday and uh, also president of the Salt Lake City Stars. So big thanks to uh, to Jonathan for jumping on with us. And, uh, you know, make sure and uh, come check out the Summer League. We're going to be down on the, the concourse right by the team store uh, coming up tomorrow. So uh, make sure and stay tuned for that. Uh, we're going to hear from Hanson Scotty coming up here momentarily as we'll uh, kind of – we divided what's going on today. Um, so we will get to that. But uh, just some NBA free agent news. Um our friend Sarah Todd of the Deseret News did confirm that uh, Mike Conley uh, will resign with the Utah Jazz for uh, three years. Uh, there were two numbers reported, uh, one by Sham Sharania at $68 million, one by Adrian Wojnarowski at uh, $72.5 million. At least according to Sarah, what she's hearing, it's closer to the 72.5. Again, there's probably some... Uh, um, incentives in there that make the number a little bit different and uh, we'll find out exactly what it is when the uh, deal is made official i believe that can happen on friday uh i want to say so uh there are are some uh, some other deals out there that have come across these are obviously a lot more minor um let's see uh gary trent jr signs a three-year 54 million dollar deal 
uh, to return to the Raptors. Zach Collins, who I think is a fine player, has just never been able to really put it together healthy, has agreed to a three-year $22 million deal uh, with the San Antonio Spurs. And then uh, the big deal was uh, Chris Paul. And this happened uh, about a half hour ago, maybe a little more. Um, he agreed to come back to the Phoenix Suns. It's going to be a four-year deal worth as much as $120 million. Do you realize if, if Chris Paul makes every penny of that, which you would expect, that uh, throughout his career earnings, and he'll be 40 when that deal's up, his career earnings are somewhere in the neighborhood of $420 million dollars. Madness. That is good for Chris. Hey, you maximize, go maximize that earning potential while you're still playing. And boy, that's a, that's a lot of dough. So Chris Paul under contract until he is 40. How about that? All right, let's get to what's going on. Uh, we're going to shift gears just a little bit. Uh, Hans and Scotty had University of Utah head uh, basketball cro- coach Craig Smith on. But of course, uh, Craig Smith uh, coached, coached Nimi Keda. Uh, when he was at Utah State, Kata got taken with the 39th pick by the Sacramento Kings. So the guys talked about that. But let's check in with uh, Hanson Scotty. Coach, you've been around this uh, college game quite a long time, and you understand the transition to the professional game. Do you think his skill set transitions? I do. I mean, there will certainly be an adjustment. Like, you know, when you go back, I, I really do. Uh, it's But obviously he's got some work to do still, too, you know. What he does have, though, he's got a tremendous work ethic. He loves to be in the gym. He's incredibly smart and cerebral. That's the thing that not everybody realizes. And, you know, we were top five in the country in overall defense his freshman and sophomore year, and I think we were top ten this year. And a monster piece of that is Namish because we, we really are a little bit like an amoeba in terms of what we do with our game planning. And and when you have a guy like Nimi that allows you to do that, that's huge. And we have a lot of other smart players too, but Nimi is a big pivot point. So he's got natural instincts. You know, some guys have the physical tools, but they don't have the intelligence or the natural feel for the game. Nimi's got tremendous feel for the game on both sides of the ball. Everybody talks about his defense, and deservedly so. Um, you know, he's one of the – what top five finalists for national defensive player of the year. Uh, he was defensive player of the year, two of his three years in the conference. And he would have been three had it not been for his inconsistency with his knee injury. But, you know, he, 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 he's very coachable. You say something to him one time and that's all you got to say to him. You don't have to repeat yourself. So he wants to be coached, but obviously, you know, some things he's got to get better at. He's got to stretch his game on the offensive end was shooting the ball. But, you know, Scotty is that, front row and center in every game, I mean, his ability, he became a closer for us yeah. where, you know, we didn't care if they fouled him at the end of games because we knew he was going to make his free throws. And so he, he, he has, he's, his, his jump shot has improved dramatically. Now it's not to the point where when he shoots a three, you feel like it's going in, you know. Um, uh, he, he's just moving, he moves so much better laterally this year. He's always been able to run well north and south. Um, that might be a little bit more where he's going to have to, if a team is going to switch one through five, you know, that might be, that's going to be an adjustment for him. Obviously the strength of the players at that level, I asked Sam Merrill when he, you know, when he first got into training camp, what's the biggest adjustment? He just said, all these guys are just so strong, right? And whether you're a point guard or a five man, so that'll be an adjustment for him, but that's a, 
uh, an adjustment for everybody that way. So I think he's going to have a great career. Obviously, he's got to put the time in, but we know he will. Coach, I'm really curious how you're handling vaccinations with your players and with your assistant coaches and how the University of Utah is handling vaccinations as you guys head into competition and camp. What what types of things are, are you doing in, in that scenario? You know what? We uh, we were fortunate. We, of course, we got hired here, uh, I think my first day was March 28th, and hired uh, DeMarlo and Eric, what, three or four days later. And, um, and then just, you know, uh, our athletic trainer, Trevor, he's been around for, for ever since the Coach Majerus days. He's the head of our um, athletic training area for all of athletics. He's phenomenal in what he does. And, you know, all of our staff and every one of our um, student athletes is fully vaccinated. So we are, you know, we just said something to our guys a couple of times between Trevor and I. We didn't mandate anything, but just kind of, laid it out there like these are the these are the pros these are you know and if you have any concerns feel free to talk them over but i think when the guys found out that you know we we didn't wouldn't have to you never have to well to my understanding you wouldn't have to quarantine due to contact tracing if you're fully vaccinated if you have symptoms so to speak and uh and trevor deems it necessary then you would have to uh, test like I got a little bit sick a week ago or two weeks ago, and so I went in and got tested, and I tested negative, so I didn't have to. You know, I was fine. So, um, so I'm happy to say that we don't shouldn't have any uh, unless there's some extenuating circumstance that I don't know about because we're all vaccinated. Um, you know, we're in good shape and we're ripping and running. All right, there you go, Craig Smith, head coach at uh, the University of Utah. But, of course, he uh, coached Nimi Keita while he was there um, uh, at Utah State. Um, one thing that has just happened, I'm trying to find exactly the uh, the terms of the deal because this certainly applies to Nimi Keita because he was da- drafted by the Kings. Um, here it is. Uh, free agent Alex Len has agreed to a two-year deal with the Sacramento Kings according to Shams uh, uh, Sharania. The Kings had also made a move on draft night for uh, Tristan Thompson. So uh, we'll see where Rashad Holmes and what they end up doing with him. But uh, the uh, Kata, you know, all you can ask for certainly is a, is an opportunity, but he, he looks like he's going to be buried a little bit on that Sacramento Kings roster. So, you know, we just talked to Jonathan uh, Reinhardt, president of the Salt Lake City Stars. This might be a situation where Kata you know, has to, to uh, really work on some things in the G League and his opportunity at the NBA level might be a little, you know, his opportunities might be a little bit fewer and farther between, uh, at least in, in year number one, as uh, the Kings have made an effort to go out and uh, and get a couple of bigs. So we'll see what uh, what happens with Nimi as things go forward. I think he has a, a tremendous amount of uh, potential. As you heard Coach Smith talk about right there, he, he really evolved as a player uh, at Utah State. I mean, he was always just a rock star defensively. You know, he's he's always going to have that. He's going to be able to rebound, which is going to make him uh, naturally appealing to any NBA team. But offensively, he really evolved into a, a good passer. You know, you heard Coach Smith talk about how he turned into a go-to guy down the stretch for the Aggies. And uh, he's somebody, obviously, who's willing to put in uh, a bunch of work, and he's going to have to continue that attitude uh, to the next level. 
Um, but uh, I certainly was happy for him to see him get drafted and uh, hope he has uh, takes a, advantage of whatever opportunity that uh, that he happens to get at the next level and goes and uh, and plays uh, and plays his butt off. That is for sure. Um, all right, it is NBA free agency day. The deals have been coming fast and furious. Uh, of course, uh, Michael Conley coming back to the Utah Jazz, three years, seventy-two and a half million dollars, is the dominant headline around here. Some of these, uh, keep an eye on some of these peripheral moves to see if the Jazz get back in and uh, and uh, elect to spend their taxpayer taxpayer exception. Uh, they have not elected to do so as of yet, but uh, you know. Free agency has been only going for a little over an hour and a half. All right, we'll have more coming up next. It is The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I uh, want to remind you uh, about our friends at uh, Syringa Networks. And as I, uh, Syringa Networks, working from home or with a hybrid workforce, get a powerful IT partner at Syringa Networks. Call 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net. More straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Sports Network. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire every day, with no credit needed financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. It's The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Happy free agency day to everybody out there. Um, some deals coming in. Uh, these obviously are a little bit more minor. The big deals today. Um, uh, Jimmy Butler is going to sign an extension with Miami. Chris Paul uh, coming back to the Suns. Four years, $120 million. Uh, and, of course, Michael Conley uh, re-signing with the Utah Jazz. 30, uh, three years uh, worth up to $72.5 million. Um, let's see some other deals here. Uh, free agent forward Mike Muscala has agreed to a two-year $7 million deal to go back to Oklahoma City. I mentioned Zach Collins, a three-year deal going to the Spurs, $22 million. Um, let's see here. Trevor Ariza, this one just coming across about five minutes ago. Trevor Ariza has agreed to a one-year deal with the Lakers, um, which, uh, which is not a surprise because the Lakers have $120 million uh, next year wrapped up into three players alone. That, of course, is uh, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and now Russell Westbrook. So they they will be scrambling to add vet minimum guys like Trevor Ariza. Uh, you're going to see that uh, quite a bit with the Lakers. And I, I just keep coming back to the point. Like, I, I think the West is going to be wide open again next year. Um, I, don't, I don't see the Lakers getting any better with Russell Westbrook. I honestly don't. Um, they needed a point guard. Dennis uh, Schroeder, who wants twenty million bucks a season, that's not an option. Uh, so you got to go a different direction. They, I mean, they they included some uh, some talent to get Russell Westbrook. Of course, we know about uh, Kuzma and Contavious uh, Caldwell Pope and Montrez Harrell. And uh, now I I don't know I I don't know if I would uh, pick the Lakers to be the favorite in the Western Conference next year. A lot of people probably disagree with me, but I don't think Russell Westbrook is a really great fit. Uh, uh, for that team now, the 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 veterans that you add going forward, like Trevor Ariza, for example, I just don't think are going to be the difference between a championship or not. So it's gonna they're going to go as far as those three guys can take them, all playing uh, at the same time. So I'm not so sure. 
Uh, I I have the Lakers as the favorite in the West. I you know the the Clippers. What kind of Kawhi Leonard do they get back? If if they get back Kawhi at all, it seems like uh, they're going to make an effort to to run anything back. And by the way, we have not heard anything official. Well, nothing is official, I suppose. But we have not heard anything yet on on Kawhi Leonard in the big deals that have gone down today. Uh, the biggest of which, uh, of course, is Chris Paul, uh, who's going to come back four years, uh, 120 million dollars. It's going to keep him playing for the Phoenix Suns until he's 40. Which, uh, if you ask me, if Chris Paul was going to sign another big-time deal like that a couple of years ago when it wasn't working out so well in Houston, I would have told you you were crazy. But give Chris Paul a lot of credit. Honestly, as much as Chris Paul bugs me and I was rooting against him in the finals, give him a lot of credit for going to Oklahoma City in a rebuild situation where all he did was play his brains out and be a good teammate and uh, lift younger players up. And then he goes to Phoenix and does the exact same thing. I mean, it was just what the doctor ordered for that franchise. Uh, I certainly was wrong about that when that trade was initially made. I did not think it would work out, and it could not have worked out better. He was he was just what that franchise needed, and now they're paying big money to have him uh, have him come back and play until he's forty. And Michael Conley, of course, uh, coming back to the Jazz is is a huge deal, uh, seventy two and a half million dollars. Um, you know, I don't know if if Michael uh, Mike Conley will be that type of player at the end of this deal because age is an issue with him as well. But right now, this is what they had to to do to ensure that uh, that he's coming back. You know, the Jazz have a championship window that is open right now, and I know that uh, it did not go exactly according to plan in the playoffs. But they had the best record in the league last year. They were absolutely a contender. They had circumstance. Uh, that came into play. They had some injuries at exactly the wrong time and uh, did not get the outcome um, that uh, that I know the franchise was hoping for. But that, that does not mean that they were any less legitimate of title contenders this year. They 100% were. And so keep that window open, sign Mike Conley, and uh, bite the bullet on maybe a little longer and more lucrative of a deal than possibly is is ideal. But this is also the NBA. Bring him back, sign him to the deal, and worry about it later. Worry about affording it later. And if it doesn't work out, you know, find a way to uh, to flip some contracts and, and get some value out of it. What you could not do is let uh, Michael Conley leave uh, for zero compensation. And the Jazz, it looks like, uh, are not going to do that. They're going to re-sign him uh, to a three-year deal. How about this just coming across? Free agent Dwight Howard is returning to the Lakers, according to his agent. <laughs> this is so funny. Dwight Howard. Uh, yeah, uh, left the Lakers famously after they traded for him. He went to the Rockets, and uh, it hasn't really worked out every place he's been since. Although he's kind of turned into a, a role player big, so he's had to swallow some ego to do that. But anyway, uh, he's uh, Dwight Howard. There's there's another deal that is, he is going to the Lakers. I just wanted to bring up this story real quick, switching gears back to college uh, qual- college football real quick here. Uh, there was a, a story today that, uh, let's see, 2022 recruit, uh, his name, uh, let's see here, Quinn Ewers, E-W-E-R-S. He's a five-star quarterback. Um, He's going to be foregoing his senior year in high school. He's going to enroll early at uh, at Ohio State. He's from, uh, I believe, the Dallas-Fort Worth area where he's uh, more highly touted, you know, for these people if they know anything, uh, than, say, Trevor Lawrence or even Andrew Luck coming out of high school. And uh, he's going to uh, he's going to go to Ohio State, and I think that this is just the beginning of a trend. I really do. If there's anything, name, image, and likeness is going to do. Listen, it's easy for high schoolers who uh, have their mindset on it to uh, graduate early, 
And uh, we've seen that where uh, quarterbacks go to, uh, uh, you know, spring ball. We've seen that a bunch with the Utes and the Cougars, right? They'll graduate early, go to spring ball, and try and play their way onto a roster. Well, here's a player who's just not going to play his senior season. He's going to go to Ohio State, and by all accounts, he's, he's going to compete for that starting job right away, which is pretty amazing if it actually happens. Um, but if you can graduate high school early, if you can get on campus to earn that good name, image, and likeness cash, I mean, I think that there are a lot of players that are that are going to do this. And hey, we can all pretend that uh, that the the name, image, and likeness payments are going to go to college players that go and earn it and uh, and earn their spot and deserve all the the cash that they're going to get. Uh, it's going to be used as a recruiting incentive. Like this this guy Quinn Ewers. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, has all sorts of dough already lined up. I'd bet you anything. That uh, he's already been talking to uh, to uh, probably uh, boosters and uh, everybody under the sun, and they're telling him, "Hey, uh, forgo, why are you stuck there playing high school? Come here and make some money." And that's uh, exactly what this guy's going to do. And uh, that's a lot of pressure to put on a young person, but uh, such is life, I suppose, in today's day and age. And I would uh, almost guarantee that this is the start of a trend. We are uh, we are going to see this a lot. Highly touted players, whether they're good or not are going to get to college and get to the next level as soon as possible. And, you know, I feel like if Gordon was uh, was here, he'd say, uh, don't worry about it, that uh, this is part of it, no big deal. This guy earned it if he's good enough, all this stuff. I just, you know, I don't know how comfortable I am with all of this. I mean, where, where's the end Where's the end of this? I mean, at what point do, do, do universities create their own charter schools to have feeder academies? Uh, like we see in Europe or we see in Major League Soccer, except for instead of on the professional side, do we see it on the college side? I mean, honestly, we're, we're talking about educational institutions here. I, I honestly don't know. Maybe there's a law or something. Well, what's to stop, say, the University of Utah or Brigham Young University creating their own uh, academy, in a sense, just create your own charter school and uh, have feeders right into your program and take them when they're ready? Put them on the fast track to graduating. I mean, if you're in, in kind of in control of their academic career as well. I don't know, thinking outside the box on, on what changes that we could possibly see to college football now that name and image and likeness is here. And uh, this is an interesting one. Quarterback not going to play his senior year. He's going to boy, uh, to Ohio State. And, again, he's expected to compete right from the beginning for the starting job. Pretty amazing. Have you seen a picture of this guy, Eric? Yeah. He's got quite the mullet. Yeah, quite the mullet indeed. Quite, uh, quite the mullet on this dude. You've got longer hair right now. Are you going to go with the mullet? You consider consider going with the. I I have a friend, but no, I I I'm really just trying to get like all the way shoulder length, and then I'll reassess. I just want to see what it, I, I'm young, and you know, nobody here seems to care how how long I grow out my hair. So I want to give it a shot right now, see if I like it, and then uh, move on. And then move on. What, yeah. What's your what's your norm? What's the norm haircut for you? Are you like a crew cut kind of guy or what? Usually, I like you know a little bit sh- shorter on the sides, but with some sideburns down to like where my glasses are, basically. Right. And then you know I like to have a co- something I can comb over, something I can part, but not the mullet, not yet anyway. Not yet. Okay. All right. There you go. Well, Queen yours, by the way. I just want to again point out. I thought the one part yeah, I thought you undersold. He is like the highest graded recruit ever 
to come out at, at the quarterback position. He has received the highest grade. Any of, And we talked about this last week. Recruiting can be wrong, but these people say he is the best they have ever seen, period. Well, we'll see. He's going to go play at Ohio State. And uh, I'll tell you what, if he gets a starting job there as a 17-year-old and gets thrown right to the fire, find out how good he really is. Okay, stay tuned. We will have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Seven five and 1280 The Zone certainly has been an eventful day. Uh, free agency in the NBA, always exciting. The Jazz, uh, it's uh, being reported by Woj and Shams. They're going to bring back Michael Conley. That is a huge deal. That was priority number one in the offseason for this Utah Jazz team. He's going to come back, three-year deal. Uh, reportedly worth, worth to as much as $72.5 million dollars. But uh, Michael uh, Conley going to be running the show point guard for this Jazz team uh, coming into next year and, uh, you, you know, signs a deal to come back, which uh, we talked about earlier in the day, uh, I think is a big deal. You know, players that have uh, the option to play elsewhere, players that are in demand, that choose to come to Utah, choose to play in this market and choose to play for this franchise, I think sends a really positive message uh, to not only uh, the rest of the league, but also uh, teammates and uh, players for this Utah Jazz franchise. Uh, so a big deal that uh, that Mike Conley's coming back. Big deal on the court, off the court. And, uh, you know, we saw Donovan Mitchell tweeting about it online earlier today. He's very popular in the locker room and uh, obviously a key component to the Jazz having the best record in the NBA last year. And uh, he will be coming back. We'll, we'll uh, keep our eyes on uh, exactly what else uh, the Jazz do as time goes on. Here, uh, as free agency is indeed upon us, our guy Gordon's going to be back coming up tomorrow. Uh, Gordon's been out of town for a week. Looking forward to seeing our guy. Summer League kicks off here at Vivint Arena. And so we will be down outside uh, of the team store. So please come down, catch some Jazz Summer League basketball. They're going to be playing in the 5 o'clock and 7 o'clock game. Uh, games, excuse me. Uh, you can hear all that here on uh, the Zone Sports Network. We're going to split the signal tomorrow. So you hear the uh, big show on, uh, on one signal and you'll hear uh, the uh, Jazz Summer League on the other. I believe Summer League is going to be on uh, 97.5, and the big show will roll on on 1280. So we'll have you covered top to bottom, and like we said, we'll be out front by the team store, so you should come by, say hello, Raz Gordon. Uh, you know, Pay attention to Gordon. He's probably starving for attention. He's been gone for a while. We've missed him. So Gordo will be back tomorrow. We'll be broadcasting live down, on the, uh, uh, down outside of the team store. So drop by and see us if you're coming down to Summer League. Uh, we'll be talking Jazz Free Agency. There's tons of college football stuff we're going to run past Gordon. So he will be back. Uh, big thanks to Eric Jensen filling in for Austin tomorrow. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.